God is good. God is good. Hallelujah. You know, although we are believers, we have accepted Jesus Christ. We have come to the Lord, into his kingdom, into the kingdom of light. But we still are living in this world for a purpose. And living in this world, we we meet a lot of people. Living in this world, we meet a lot of uh, situations. And in these situations, as we meet, we are beginning to see the difference between being a believer of God and, and being a person who's without Jesus. So I'd like to just pose this question to you today, for you to just think about something. How many ways are there to God? This is a very important question. Because everyone claims to believe in God. Everyone has established some kind of relationship with God. It is important because people want to find a way to connect with God. And so I ask this question, how many ways are there to God? We are facing a lot of people, we are meeting a lot of people, and people have a lot of paths, roads. They say a lot of faiths that lead to God. They have a lot of... uh, what we call uh, equality, they are talking about humanism. All these things are there, and as we, we, we speak, we are always asked this question, how many ways are there to God? And we know many, there are many people who say there are many ways. But let me just bring this illustration to you, for you to just uh, think about it for a moment. If you go to a dentist and just say you need uh, to ex- extract your tooth, or maybe... Uh, if you go to the dentist and you need to do a root canal, that means they, they, they need to remove the roots and all these things. And the dentist uh, asks you to sit on his, uh, on his chair there, and then he proposes or he tells you what are the, how is he going to do it. You have a, a, a bad tooth or you're having a very painful uh, experience because of the roots and the pain and all these things, and he says... Okay, what I'm going to do to you today is I'm going to, to insert the, the instrument or whatever I'm going to use through the ears. There is a, there is a duct that is joining uh, from the ears to the mouth. I'm going to put it through that and then I'm going to come to your bad tooth. Or maybe he says, I will put it through your nostrils. Take it down to the neck and then from that, bring it up again to your bad tooth. Or maybe I will just drill down the jaw there, right to your gums where you're having the problem, and then I'll do this procedure. If this was the, what the dentist proposed to you, and you are sitting there on that chair, well, what will you be doing? <laughs> You'll run away. <laughs> and he said, oh, this is something wrong with the dentist. But the dentist will say, there's many ways to do it. There's many ways I can do it. But we know that there's only one way that is approved. There's only one way that has been said, this is how you should do it. That's orally. 
if you were to, if this dentist was to propose all these things and there's a medical board or the medical association, immediately they would revoke his license and say, you are causing harm or you're causing danger to your patient. You are not fit to be a dentist. So in life, there are many ways to do something, but there is always what we call one way which is considered to be the best way and they say this is not harmful, this is safe. This is a proper way of doing it. Although there may be many, many other ways. And so, if this is how it is in life, it is not just going to the dentist. Many other ways, many other things, many other professions or many other ways of doing things. They say this is the right way of doing it. You cannot do it this way. If, if in this life that we live in, people can come to a point and say, this is the only way you can do it, there is no other way, then if Jesus was to declare, I am the way, the truth, and the life, why are the people that coming against and says it's not possible? We'll read that in John chapter 14, verse 6. John 14, verse 6. Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And this is the words of Jesus. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So people are not willing to accept or not willing to uh, receive the words of Jesus. But in life, there's so many ways, so many things that they, they will accept and say, this is the only way, there's no other way. But when it comes to the things of God, they come and propose and they will begin to say things, there's other ways and this is not how it should be. Because it is out of convenience or it's any, uh, out of some things that happen. But today, I want to declare to you that Jesus is the only way, only truth and only life. And no one can go to the Father except through Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you with me? Hallelujah. Jesus says, I am the way. And when he says that I am the way, why does he say that I am the way? Why is it that he says that he's the way to the Father? A few things that I want to just uh, highlight for us to understand this. In the book of John chapter 1, verse 18, John chapter 1, verse 18. No one has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son who is in the bosom of the Father, He has declared Him. In this life, there are many people who are in, in, in searching God, begins to say this pathway or that pathway, this way or that way, and they try to relate to God. And they say, this is how you should do it. This is how you should do it. This is how you should do it. They all have different ways. They all have different ways of uh, reaching to God. And they all have different ways. They try to explain this, explain that. But none of them have ever gone to God and come back from God to explain that way. But we have a Savior who has come down from heaven. He is the one that came down from heaven. Jesus Christ came down from heaven that those who live in darkness will see the light to know the way back to the Father. And he knows the way because he walked through that way and came to this world. He knows the way back. Nobody else knows that way because nobody has gone to God and come back. So Jesus is revealing God. He's revealing the Father. And this is what is being stressed in the book of John. 
God is revealed through Jesus Christ. He says here in verse 18, No one has seen the God at any time. The only begotten Son who is in the bosom of the Father, He has declared Him. He is the light that has come into the world to make us see that He is the way. And He wants to show us that way. He reveals the Father. In, the ch- in chapter 12, John chapter 12, Verse 44 and verse 45. John chapter 12, 44 and 45. John 12, verse 44 to 45. Then Jesus cried out, Whoever believes in me does not believe in me alone, but in the one who sent me. The one who looks at me is seeing the one who sent me. And so again he reveals the Father. And this is a very important thing for us to know. Because people can come and say this, they can say that, this way, that way, and all these things. But the most important thing is the revelation that Jesus brings to a person's life. There are those who have, you have, uh, would have heard of losing their father in younger years, or do not know the love of the father, or maybe even the love of the mother. They do not know, but... It is when they come to the Lord, to the Father, who is the Heavenly Father, that they begin to feel the, um, being embraced in love. They feel the fatherly love that comes upon them. And this happened in the name of Jesus. People who have gone, gone through life, and sometimes maybe they, because they did not get the love that they required in, the, in, in, in their homes, they have gone, to the wrong, gone astray into wrong ways. And meeting them and sharing the love of Jesus, sharing the love of the Father through Jesus Christ, they begin to see a difference. And sometimes they say this, I've never felt this before in my life as, as I was growing up. I needed this, but I did not get this. I did not get this love. But today, I feel and I sense that love. Because Jesus is real and He is the way that can show to the Father. Hallelujah! We can, he can go through... Some, uh, to a psychologist or a psychiatrist to go through to, to say brainwash that person to, to believe and to love the Father, not possible. But it is only when Jesus reveals the Father, that person accepts. And when the person accepts that truth and that person begins to love, he is able to love even his own biological father that he has hated all these years. And that is a great miracle that has taken place in lives of many people. Before Jesus, I will never see my father's face again. I will never see my mother's face again. But after Jesus has come and he reveals the way to the Father, the Heavenly Father, they begin to have that love. The difference is not the words that we speak. The difference is what Jesus Christ does in the life of that person. And Jesus Christ is a great God. Hallelujah. And when he says, I am the way, he is truly the way. He reveals the Father. And He also opens the way to Him. In Matthew chapter 27, verse 51, at the point of death upon, on, on the cross, Matthew 20, 27, verse 51. Matthew 27, verse 51. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, 
the rock split. To understand this uh, significance of this particular verse, we need to understand the Old Testament when the tabernacle was built and eventually when there was also the, the temple that was built. That's what we call the outer courts. Then they got the holy, holy place and then they had the holy of holies. And the holy of holies is where the ark of the covenant was kept. And no one is allowed to enter. And there was a big, huge curtain that covered that area. And only the high priest. And that also once a year. And that also not empty-handed. It is the sacrifice, the blood sacrifice that was to offered. He was the, the, had to enter, the high priest, to enter at one particular day in that year. To enter, having cleansed himself, having purified himself, to enter. So much so that there was also what we call in all, uh, there's a, what we call on the ankle itself they tie a rope, sort of like a rope with, with, a, with a bells. There's got to be movement inside. They have to hear that movement because the high priest is performing uh, whatever he has to perform, uh, the Ark of the Covenant, all these things. So there will be sound all the time. If the sound stops, they all know something has happened to the high priest. Let's pull him out with the rope but they will not enter into the Holy of Holies. And that's how sacred and that's how holy the place was. And they respected that place. And that place was not, uh, nobody was able to enter that place. But Jesus Christ, when he came and he died on the cross, on the day, on the day, time that he died on the cross, when he gave up his spirit, it says here that a curtain that separated the people from the presence of God was torn. And he was torn, not just someone tearing from the bottom. It was from the top, right up to the bottom. It signifies that there no longer stands a curtain between us and God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nobody is able to tear the, the curtain or nobody is able to, 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 to make us to be reconciled with God. But it's only Jesus Christ. And when he says, I am the way, he is qualified to be the way. In this world, there may be many ways. In this world, people can say, I got this way, I got that way. But there's only one who has torn, who has, on his point of death, has torn that veil. And therefore, he stands there as a high priest in Hebrews chapter 4, 14 to 16. Hebrews chapter 4, reading verse 14 up to verse 16. Hebrews 4, verse 14 to 16. 16. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. When Jesus says, I am the way, he is saying that he is now has opened that way to the Father and is there continually serving as a high priest. And he says here, seeing that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our compassion. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all point tempted as we are, yet without sin. 
Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. There will, become, there will come a time of need. There will come a time that we need God to, to, to reveal himself. There will come a time that we need a miracle from the Lord. But what and how can we go to him? It is through Jesus Christ. So people may find this way and that way. And, I've, and there's many people who have gone here, gone there, many places and said they have paid for their services, so-called professional services. They pay here, they pay there and says, I will help you. I will drive out demons. I will remove this from you. I will remove this curse. I will remove this. I will remove that. All these things. And you need to pay this. They can pay a hefty sum. Some will say you, the power, not so much a power in this place. You need to go to another country, to that high mountain, to get that uh, greater power. They have gone all these things. But yet they do not get their freedom. Yet they do not get their deliverance. But it's when they come to Jesus Christ. No payment is required. When they come to Jesus Christ, they are set free. Hallelujah! Because Jesus is the way to the Father. Hallelujah! Jesus is the way to the Father. So it doesn't matter what other ways people can propose, but I want to tell you today that Jesus is the way. And people's lives have been changed because of Jesus Christ. And they are re-established or reconciled with God because of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus is able to reveal, Jesus is able to show, Jesus continues to keep that path, uh, pathway to God open. He has not closed that pathway. And people are continuing to find that path through Jesus Christ and they are coming to God. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Nowadays, when we have uh, roads and we, we travel around the roads and someone decides to, we want to upgrade the road, after upgrading and making it so beautiful, what's the next thing they do? They pull a to, uh, toll, toll booth there. And you have to pay for it. Is it true? There are some uh, roads that were so small and you know, winding road. They straighten it. They uh, widen it. And they do everything. And eventually when you, you, you said, oh, I'm going to enjoy a good road, there's a toll booth there. But Jesus Christ doesn't put a toll booth to this way. Hallelujah. He doesn't put all these payments that you have to pay in order to receive uh, the grace of God. You have to pay to receive the healing of God. You don't have to pay anything. Jesus says, I am the way. And when he says, I am the way, he keeps the way open for us to come. What he did 2,000 years ago is still effective even today. Hallelujah. Because he continues to remain as I am. It's not I was, I will be. It is I am. And every time you read this verse, it's always present. And Jesus is always the way that we need. Hallelujah. He has never left us. He has never abandoned us. He has never left us and say, I, will not, I won't be able to help you anymore. I was here 2,000 years ago and now I cannot help you. You have to find that way. Today, there might be many teachings that say this way, that way. You have to find that way. You have to do this. You have to do that. You have to do this. All these things they say in order to find that way. But none of it is successful, but only through Jesus Christ. Only through Jesus Christ that you will be able to find that way. And I thank God that in, in, in Jesus, many of us have found that way. But today, we are facing a lot of challenges, people who come and challenge us. And we are going to face a lot of these questions and this, is it possible? And all these things they are going to ask. Because we are going to face people who say, I also have a way. 
How are we going to address them? How are we going to uh, speak to them? How many of you want to know how to speak to them? Then you have to attend the Bible study today. You miss the Bible study at 3 o'clock today, you miss a point. Jesus says, I am the truth. He speaks the truth. He doesn't lie. He doesn't, he doesn't hide anything. Today, a lot of people are uh, coming up with a lot of documentaries and a lot of books and says, uh, this is hidden, that is hidden. This is, uh, oh, they didn't want you to know this. They don't want to know you know all this. But none of it brings faith. None of it brings deliverance. None of it is able to help a person. All the books, all the documentaries. But Jesus Christ, who revealed the truth, when we receive the truth, he says it will set you free. Hallelujah. When he reveals the truth, he says that you are able to know the truth. And when you know the truth, it brings difference and it brings a deliverance in your life. And that is why in John chapter 18, John chapter 18 verse 37. When he was in the Pilate's, in Pilate's court, being trialed, going through this trial, this is what he said. Pilate therefore said to him, Are you a king then? Jesus answered, You say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born, and for this cause I have come into the world, that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. You say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born, and for this cause I have come into the world, that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. And eventually when you begin to read, the pilot uh, will ask, what is truth? But the important thing is, when we are in the truth, we are able to link up with God, when link up with Jesus. You know, sometimes uh, we have this uh, handphones, the Bluetooth pairing. Or sometimes uh, we want to pair, so we have to have this uh, code, code number and everything and says, okay, this you want to receive, you want to pair, then after that you want to share your files, everything. You have this, what you call, pairing. Or even when we want to hear to a particular radio station, you have to tune to that particular frequency in order to, to get that radio station. So everything has to be in tune. And here we see, in order to see God or in order to, to know Jesus and in order to hear his voice, he says here that we need to be in tune with the truth that he is he's, uh, declaring. We have to be in truth in, and therefore we will be able to pair together with him. He says here that everyone, I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. And therefore there are people who do not want to to do, they are pushing away and they said, I do not want the truth. And that is why they are not able to see things happening in their life. And when they don't see things happening in their life, immediately they say, this is wrong. The other day, uh, there was a uh, short clip Pastor Jonathan was showing about a barber who was, who was cutting the hair. Was it shown in the English section? It was, uh, it was, uh, the, the conversation was in Spanish. Do you, do, you all, do you all remember? That is, that is where it comes. The, the, the barber was cutting and eventually he, uh, and the man was reading the Bible and slowly he says, there's no truth. There's no, uh, nothing is uh, in this Bible. I don't believe in God. And he was not able to answer. But when he went out, he saw a, 
a, a man with a long hair. He brought him in. And then he said, I don't believe there's a barber. And he said, no, there's no such thing as there's no barber. I am here. Then his hair is still long. And he says, no, that is because he did not come to me to get his hair cut. And that's where he said, that is why people cannot see God, because they don't come to God. I tell you, God is a good God. But there are people who have found a lot of other things to, to replace God. And they feel that this is how things must be done. But there is only one truth, and that is in, found in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the truth. What do people do? Romans chapter 1, verse 18. Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1, verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. The wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth, who, who, who pushes down the truth, who will maybe box up the truth and try to push it away and say, we don't want to live by the truth. Another verse in that, in that chapter itself, verse 25. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served created things rather than the Creator who is forever praised. Amen. Verse 25 says, There are those who exchange the truth. Some will suppress, some will exchange. But in all these things that people are doing, but the truth of God cannot be boxed up, the truth of God cannot be hidden, it will always come out. Hallelujah. It will always come out because... Truth will always be revealed. Just like how Jesus spoke and says, just like how the light will not be hidden, the light will be shown, uh, the light will be seen by many, the truth will also be seen. The third thing that Jesus is saying, and I want to just take a little more time on this, is that he is life. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And this life, I just want to use a Greek word that is uh, being used here, and the word is zoe. Say Zoe. Z-O-E. Zoe. It is a Greek word that refers to the uncreated eternal life of God, the divine life uniquely possessed by God. Now, there are other words that also relates to life. One more word that relates to life is bios. From that we have the word biology. It talks about the physical life, the physical flesh. And then that it has another one known as suke, or psychology comes from that. It has to do with the soul, the mental. And then it comes to Zoe that talks about God's creation, God's type of life. And when God is speaking about his life, he's saying that you don't need to just, uh, I don't just want to come and give you your physical life, although he will restore it. I do not just want to look into your, your soulish life. God will also heal emotional distress, all these things he will also. But he wants to bring into us what we call the Zoe or the divine life. When we are born, we are born with that physical life. We are born with a soul life. But then those who do not know the Lord don't have that divine life. And that's why Jesus says that you need to be born again because you need the Spirit of God to come into you and to bring 
the divine life into you. I'm not saying that by having the divine life, you become a god. Many people want to become a god. They are searching a way to become a god. I'm not talking about that. But I am talking about a life that God created right in the beginning when he says, I want to have fellowship with men, when he created Adam and Eve. But that life was cut away because of disobedience. But Jesus Christ is bringing back that life. Hallelujah. 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 And that life is a life of holiness. That life is a life that is considered to be divine and that is a life that we live for the Lord. That's why Paul is able to write and says, I do not, the life that I live today, I, I have crucified myself and it's no longer I that live. But the life that I live, I live for my Lord. I don't want to live in the flesh alone. I don't want to just live in the soul alone. Although we are continuing to live in this. But more important, the concentration is in the divine life. Hallelujah. John chapter 1 verse 4 says that Jesus Christ came and in him was life. John 21 verse 4. John chapter 1, sorry. John sorry. chapter 1 verse 4. In him was life and the life was the light of men. In him was life. In him was that divine life. In him was that life that God wants to give each and every one of us, though he. But then, people want to live the so-called, the bios life, which is the biological life, the flesh, to serve the flesh, the pleasures of the flesh, and all these things. And some want to go to the suke, and that is the soulish life, all the emotional things, all those things they want. But God says he wants to give you a life which is much better and much greater than all this. It is God kind of life. Hallelujah. It is a life of eternal life of God, the uncreated eternal life of God. He wants us to be a part of that. And when we are able to come into that, that's when we begin to understand God. And that's why God, the Holy Spirit, comes to bring life. When we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, we also receive this life, the Zoe life. And that is why in many of these verses I'm going to share with you, I've got to do with divine life. In John chapter 10, John chapter 10, reading from verse 10 and 11. John 10, 10 and 11. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Here is the God kind of life that is being mentioned. I've come that they may have life and have it abundantly. And verse 11 says, I am the good shepherd and the good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. This is a life that he is wanting us to have. And many times when we look at life, we can look at things and say, what is the difference between a, a Christian and a non-Christian? What is the difference between going to church and not going to church? What's the difference between praying and not praying? What's the difference of worshipping and not worshipping? But this is what makes the difference. Because when we come into the things of God, we are coming to His way or His life that He wants to give us. And when we begin to, to come into His life, when we begin to have the uh, Holy Spirit living in us, that life brings a lot of difference. That is where I can eventually say that there will be joy, there will be peace, there will be happiness that comes to a person. 
I've said this before. There are those who come for prayer and say they come to church, they come for prayer, and immediately after prayer they say, I am feeling very light. I feel very, very light. I feel like, like, like something left me. Because their life was based on the flesh. Their life was based on their, their, their soulish life. But when God touches them, He revives that life, that Zoe life. God's life is revived. And that's when they begin to see the difference. All this time, all, this, uh, their, all their time they have been spending on uh, concentrating on the flesh, concentrating on their soul, concentrating how they may please these things. And because of that, a lot of burdens, a lot of uh, problems has come over their life. But when they come and God touches them, they begin to see a new light. And that's why Jesus says, I, in him was life, and his life was the light for the people who are living in darkness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In him was life. In him was the abundance life that he wants to give. There's so much of peace, love, joy. This is the abundant life that God wants to give. In the flesh, you cannot find that. In the, in the soul, you cannot find that. But you find it only in the Zoe life. That God created the divine life. And that is why Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So there are many people who can declare, I know the way. There are many people who can declare, this is what we need to do. There are many people who can declare, this is how you're going to live. But nobody has come down from heaven like Jesus Christ and able to show the way. And having shown the way, he doesn't ask for any payment. You know, sometimes you need to go for some studies for this life, that life, uh, this way, that way. You need to pay for it. But Jesus doesn't ask any payment. He says, you come. I am the way, the truth, and life. No one can go to the Father except through me. And he is qualified. Another two more verses. John chapter 6, verse 53. Also talks about the divine life. John 6, 6 verse 53. Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. So this is the establishment of the Holy Communion, all these things. And during those years, 2,000 years ago, eventually when... when when uh, the, the disciples come together, this after the death of Jesus Christ, resurrection, and he was ascended. When the disciples come together to, to celebrate the breaking of the bread, they call it. The, the, the society, the community that was living around them, began to accuse them and say they are cannibals. Cannibals. They eat flesh. They drink blood. Oh, don't mix with this group of people. They are cannibals. Don't mix with this group of people. And that was the accusation that was brought to them. But this is not what they were doing. They were enjoying the life of God. And the people who were not able to understand the truth, people who were not able to see it, began to accuse them. And even today, when we enjoy the life of God, when we begin to enjoy the things of God, people will accuse us and say you are like this, you are like that, you are intolerant, you are not able to do, you are not an open-minded person. Why only Jesus? Why no other way? They don't allow you to, to, to express your faith. And I've heard of sometimes, because of their faith in Jesus Christ, they don't get that promotion. 
because of the faith in Jesus Christ, they did lose whatever job they were having. I said, because you are a Christian. I remember one person who, who, uh, who was uh, a non-believer first, and he was holding a, uh, a position. You know, this is about almost 20, 20 plus years ago. He was holding a position in, in one of the political parties. And then eventually when he says, I, when he became a Christian, he says, this is what I, have, uh, this is the, the touch, the encounter with Jesus. And he became Christian. Immediately he was removed from the post and says, no, this, you cannot become a Christian. If you are a Christian, you cannot hold his post. And this is how many other people have gone through persecution. Many other people have gone through all these things. And sometimes when we go through persecution, we think, am I in the right way? But I want to tell you, there's many other ways, but it can be harmful. Always remember a dentist, if you go for a root canal, he has to do it through your mouth. Don't let him do it through your ears or your nostrils or drill through your jaws. That is not the way. Jesus is the only way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Another verse in chapter 6, verse 63. It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit, and they are life. It is the Spirit who gives life, the divine life, the Zoe. The flesh profits nothing, because it only has to do with Dios. It only has to do with the flesh, the pleasures of the flesh. And it doesn't do anything also with, this, uh, anything with the emotions, anything. But it has got to do with God's life. The words that I speak to you are spirit, and they are life. And going back again to that particular verse when he spoke to Pilate, only those who live in the truth will be able to hear my voice. Only those who live in the truth will be able to see this word and they will understand. But those who do not live, in the, who have not been touched, those who are not filled with the Holy Spirit will not understand the word of God. They can read and they can read and they can read and they can say, I don't, I don't understand anything. But it's only when we come into this life God, the Holy Spirit, begins to move. Hallelujah. It is the Spirit who gives life. It is not something that we have, we have bought over. It's not something that we have purchased. It's not something that we have lived or worked for. But it's something that the Holy Spirit gives. And so, when Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and life, this is a statement that he has made, and many people are not willing to accept it. There are many people who are not willing to say, he alone is the way. They will uh, argue and all these things. But we are going to look into it in the Bible study later. But today, let us not falter or let us not uh, fall away and uh, think that there's any other way. There's only one way, and that is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one goes to the Father except through him. Shall we all stand? Hallelujah, we thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we just want to thank you, God. Yes, Lord Jesus, in a very simple word, Lord, that you are the way, truth, and life. And all those who come to you, Lord, they find their way to the Father in heaven. And today, Lord Jesus, we just want to pray that you continue to confirm it, Lord Jesus. Father, we are among people who have their own ways of doing things. Their ways of belief. And Lord, we are facing a lot of people, Lord Jesus, that do not want to accept. But today we just want to pray that first, Lord, that we will come and we will, Lord Jesus, put our faith and, Lord, say that you are the way, the truth, 
and the life that we need in our life. Hallelujah, Lord. Let, Lord, Lord, the Holy Spirit, the divine life, yes, Lord Jesus, the uncreated, Lord, the life of God, to come and come into us, O God, that we will be revived and restored. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, Lord. The Lord, that we will be a light to God, Jesus. Yes, Lord, just as you were the light, Lord Jesus, to this world, Lord, that was dwelling in darkness. Lord, let that light, Lord, come through us, Lord Jesus. Lord. That we will be a reflection of that light, Lord. That we will reflect Jesus all the time of our life. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Many of us will go through and struggle through questions. How are we going to reach out to this person? How are we going to reach out to that person? Because of this, this is what they are saying. This is what they are saying. They are saying no, this and all these things. But let us not be confused over this matter. But let us all be established on one thing, that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Let us come into this truth and hold on to this truth. And in every situation that we face with people, no matter what they say, no matter how they argue, but I want to tell you one thing, that no matter what they say, the time will come when they will begin to see who Jesus Christ is. They can go through all the ways, but then when they come to the dead end, or when they come to a problem, they will come looking for the right way, and that is only through Jesus Christ. Oh, yes, to God, come and fill us, Lord Jesus, right now, Lord Jesus, with compassion, Lord Jesus. Lord, come and fill us, Lord, with that love, God. Yes, Lord Jesus, that we will be a light, Lord, that will shine to darkness, Lord. Yes, Lord, let your light shine forth, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah.
salvation. He rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. Savior, He can move the mountains. My God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save forever. Author of salvation. He rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. Oh, yes, the God. Oh, let your light shine forth, the God. Oh, right upon us, Lord Jesus. Oh, let the life of God, yes, the Lord. Shine the light and let the whole world sing. We sing for the glory of the risen King. Jesus, shine the light and let the world see. We're singing for the glory of the risen King. Jesus, shine the light and let the whole world see. We're singing for the glory of the risen King. Jesus, shine the light and let the whole world see. We are singing for the glory of the risen King. Savior, He can move the mountain. Yes. My God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save. Forever, water of salvation. He rose and conquered Let the whole world sing. We're singing for the glory of the risen King. Jesus, shine your light and let the whole world sing. We're singing for the glory of the risen King. Jesus, shine your light and let the whole world sing. We're singing for the glory. Of the risen King, Jesus, shine the light and let the whole world see. See for the glory of the risen King. Oh, hallelujah! Jesus Christ has come as light into darkness, that we may come and find that way. That through Him we have that way. Through Him we have that truth. Through Him we that have, we have that life that God wants to restore in us. Oh, hallelujah. Many a time we have lived our life in the flesh. We have lived our life with our emotions. But today God says He wants to continue to strengthen that life, the divine life, the uncreated, the, create, the uncreated life of God. He wants us to be revived in that. It is God the Holy Spirit that brings and He gives that life. And we need that life in us. And it's only when we come into that life, we begin to see things differently. 
It is only when we come into this life we begin to see how important Jesus is. And Jesus is truly the way, the truth, and the life. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. It is those who come to Him. There are those who want to live life in that flesh. There are those who want to live life in that soul, in that, in that in the emotions itself. And they do not see the beauty, the greatness of the life that God wants to give us. But we have been blessed that Jesus Christ has called us as a time as this. That we are here living in a life we are experiencing that life. The life of God. There's joy, there's peace, that love. Things has been are being restored little by little. The things that we have lost, the things that have been broken, relationship that has been broken is being restored. It is because of the life of God that is coming. And it is making a difference. And many times when we begin to explain this life, this experience of this life of God, people may not understand. Jesus said that the world will hate you but it hated him first. We may speak about love, we may speak about joy, we may speak about peace but they will not receive because they cannot